We're now excited to go to the Auburn Bank phone line and bring on a longtime guest, a longtime friend of the program. Brandon Marcello joins us here on Sports Call. Brandon, thanks for the time as always. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you, JJ? Quite well. Thank you so much for asking. Busy, busy week for us here on the Plains with a uh, new football coach taking over. Your reaction to Hugh Freeze being the man? Yeah, not surprising. Uh, you know, Auburn did go after Lane Kiffin, and uh, number two on that list was, was Hugh Freeze. And Hugh Freeze was obviously very interested. And, in, you know, speaking to him back in uh, early November, I think November 5th or 6th, I can't remember the exact date, when uh, Liberty went to Fayetteville and beat Arkansas, you know, it was very clear to me from our conversation that Auburn was a job that not only interested him, but one he would probably try to pursue. And, uh, you know, here we are today, and um, it's going to be interesting to watch here as they try to figure out, you know, the transfer portal like everybody else. But, you know, Auburn's in a position here where they, they can – make some big splashes here early because of the transfer portal. Yeah, and Brandon, uh, bringing Hugh Freeze in, obviously the, the a lot of the fans, there was some backlash there. What's your, what's your take on the on the backlash from the fans kind of regarding Hugh Freeze's past? Yeah, not unexpected. Um, and it's one that I think he's going to have to try to overcome and try to prove everybody that he's the right man for the job by doing his job and doing it extremely well. I think this is a situation where I don't think you'll calm the seas, so to speak, until about a full year into the job and maybe win over some of those people because you're exactly right. Uh, there's been a lot of backlash. I've, I've heard it myself, in fact, from people um, regarding him. And, you know, he's going to have to prove himself. It's one thing to say, you know, you're, you've changed and you're, you're a good man and all that, and it's another to actually prove it. And here's the other thing, though. And I, and I hate to sound like a cynic, but, you know, the moment he starts winning games and wins a lot of games, people are going to forgive him because that's, that, that's in the end what this all is about in college football is, is winning games. Otherwise, you know, Brian Harson would still be the head coach there at Auburn. It was just about, you know, developing pro, a program and developing kids. It's about winning football games. And if Hugh Freeze does that, you know, I think Auburn fans, he'll win over Auburn fans pretty quickly. And, of course, he already announced that uh, Cadillac Williams will remain on staff and be the associate head coach and running back coach. Obviously, revered his, uh, really complimented his time uh, watching Cadillac in the month of November. So when we look, Brandon, at the the rest of his staff and, and hiring coordinators, he mentioned that he might be willing for the first time to not call plays offensively. Uh, do you expect, in general, for this to be a staff of maybe bigger names and more of splash names, or, or do you expect Hugh Freeze to ultimately go with some of the guys that he's gone with in the past and more guys that he's comfortable with? I think he'll do a mix, but probably leaning more toward guys he's comfortable with and also some some key staffers that are already there that have helped and shown that they are willing to kind of work out of the shadow of Brian Harson that they weren't necessarily seeing themselves in their own full potential because they were limited by Brian Harson. Um, you know, guys like Zach Guthridge, for example, I can very well see him sitting, staying on there. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to go try and look at some big names. As he said, he's gotten quite a bit of feedback, but I'd also be surprised if he doesn't call his own plays. I, I, I know that's one thing to say it, but I, I mean, he's a play caller. That's why you hired him. It was because of his offense and that's what's won him games. So I'd, 
I'd be shocked if he's not the primary play caller when the season starts there in September. And then also, Brandon, I want to ask you about Hugh Freeze's time in Ole Miss as far as the recruiting aspect. Obviously, a lot of things happen there, and that takes away from uh, maybe some of the overall recruiting that he did there. But how reliable do you think he will be on the recruiting trail? And I know some of it's dictated by the other staff members that ultimately are hired, but, but how confident are you that he will end up being a really good recruiter? at Auburn well he showed it previously at Ole Miss and the, the other thing is, is you do have to sit back and go well you know that was six seven years ago and he had two top five classes there it was in the top 15 I think every year um, but he, this is a different age obviously with the transfer portal and the different transfer portal windows we've got here but I think fairly quickly quickly here probably by mid-January when this transfer portal window closes this first one, you'll get a pretty good feel of just how he is as a recruiter because they need to get guys out of the transfer portal and fill fill some very, very uh, big needs uh, across that roster. And it's not just one area. I know everybody talks about offensive line, but you look across that roster, there's a lot of holes they've got to fill and holes they've really got to fill up and, and put in the position to be much stronger than it was this past season. Brandon Marcello from 24-7 Sports is joining us on Sports Call today. You can follow him on Twitter, at Marcello. What else stood out to you, if anything, from his introductory press conference yesterday, Brandon? You know, I, I hate to say it, but it was kind of run-of-the-mill. It's exactly what you would expect from him when going up there. The only thing that really did stand out to me was John Cohen not taking questions. That that just seemed strange. Um I don't understand that at all. I mean, it, it kind of looks like a, a chicken move, on my, in my opinion. And uh, I'm sure fans would like to hear some questions be asked of the new athletics director who just made a hire for the most, the biggest position on that campus, on that university. And um, that that kind of stood out to me. That rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but otherwise, it's exactly what you wanted to hear from Hugh Freeze. And he's a very very well-spoken coach who can go up there and rally people. And uh, I, I think that a lot of people are just going to be sitting and waiting. They want to see what he can do on that recruiting trail. And, you know, I think that this is a conversation, I, I hate saying this, but like in a year from now, we'll, we'll have a much better conversation about what's going on. I mean, I think Hugh Freeze is going to be a great coach there. And I think he's going to win 10 games at some point there. And it's going to turn that thing around. That's my belief because I've seen him do it uh, everywhere he's been, and I know what kind of coach he is, what kind of recruiter he is. But again, he's been out of big time football for five, six years, so you've got to got you got to see him prove it once again. But you know, we'll get a very good taste here after this first portal window opens up December fifth. Uh, Brandon, obviously Auburn is not the only one that has named a new head coach. Um, some other guys have landed in some spots. If you could talk about some of those other guys and uh, maybe who's the big winner in this whole thing with uh, with some of this coaching carousel. I think Nebraska is a big winner right now getting Matt Rule. He's the guy that's the exactly type of coach that they need. He went into the Temple. He went into Baylor, won double-digit games with his, his different approach with recruiting and the way they kind of track players as far as trying to do some advanced analytical things as far as, you know, closing speed and uh, uh, hit movement uh, with tight ends and things like that. And Nebraska needs that. Nebraska can recruit nationally, but it's not going to have top five recruiting classes every year, if top ten. 
And so they've got to be able to, one, get more four- and five-stars, yes, but also get the type of players that fit their exact needs that maybe don't necessarily go under the radar, but they know that they can utilize in different ways in some other programs. That's what he did at Baylor. That's what he did at Temple. And I think this is kind of a good fit when it comes to someone you need to do do some some things a little bit differently to be able to kind of catch up with everybody in Nebraska. Because as we all know, football's not where it was 30 years ago. Nebraska can't line up and just not turn the football over and play play the option game, play I formation and, and win with better and bigger players. That's just not how it is anymore. Nebraska can't do that. And so they got to do things a little bit differently. Where is Deion Sanders going to end up? I think he'll be the Colorado coach. I think uh, I, one way or another, we'll, we'll know Sunday. Um, that's what I'm hearing, that Sunday he's going to make some type of announcement or some, some type of play there. Uh, he's also talked to USF. I know that. But it appears that things are a little bit more serious with Colorado at this moment. And, you know, We'll, we'll see what happens. There's no way to predict what Dion's going to do, but we'll get some closure on that this weekend. And, of course, Brandon Auburn was not the only state of Alabama team to make a hire here in the last 48 hours. At UAB uh, going to the AAC next year with a, a hire out of left field in Trent Dilfer, uh, certainly a hire for a group of five school that uh, has gotten a lot of people talking. What are, What is your take on the matter? Yeah, it's surprising, uh, a little bit shocking. You know, UAB isn't the type of program that needs to go take a chance on a coach, and you're taking a chance with Trent Dilfer. Um, let's just face it. I mean, he's obviously a well-known name, and it's going to get you some attention, but he's been coaching high school ball. Um, I will say this. He's very well-versed in the college game because he helps run the Elite Eleven. You know, quarterback camps that, that, that become so popular and are so well-respected. He's very well-respected in coaching circles from that aspect. But, you know, how does he adjust to being a college coach? And he's got to do so quickly. I mean, goodness gracious. He's got to go back to Nashville today and uh, after his introduction there at UAB. And he's got to go back there because he's got to coach in a state championship game Thursday. And then when he's done with that, he's got to get back up there and immediately get to work because that transfer portal is opening up. Monday, So I, I, that was a surprising hire. But, again, we've seen over the last three, four years, really Deion Sanders is the one who's opened these gates, so to speak. We've seen some different types of hires, just some big names, some names that we haven't seen with, with coaching experience, you know, Eddie George and others that uh, are jumping in the game now. And it's fascinating. And, uh, you know, not everybody could be Deion, though. Deion is a unique personality unique man and one who i think i mean goodness gracious wherever he goes he's going to be extremely successful because i think he's a special man personally but um you know we'll see what trent delfer uh we'll see always appreciate the time brandon marcello joining us here on sports call today again follow him on twitter at b marcello all your work at 247sports.com and a youtube page brandon that i feel like you guys are always putting up new videos and coverage for folks to watch and consume uh, as they go into their evenings and have a lot of downtime and that sort of thing tell me some of the work that you've got out there right now well it's coaching carousel right now and of course we're focusing a lot of energy on the transfer portal opening up. All our kids are already saying they're going in there when it opens Monday, and I don't think we're going to see a more chaotic 
uh, week, or I should say, 24 hours when Monday hits, then 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 I I, I expect there'll be over a thousand names entering that portal for the first time on Monday. Wow, should be crazy. We'll keep up with all of your coverage in the days to come. Brandon, thanks for the time. We'll do this again soon. Okay. All right. See you guys.